We're back. What up? I'm Adrian. That's Alex. Alex. Yeah. So really quick, this episode of the Parks and Questions podcast is brought to you by my wife's favorite tea shop, Ding Tea in Lakewood, California. Mm. Try their Vietnamese coffee. Yes. Flavored teas. Delicious. Milk teas. Mm. Or get what I get. The mango passion fruit smoothie. Oh! There's something for everyone. They even have ice cream. They have French fries. What other places could say that? Yes, yeah, true. Tell them you heard this on the Parks and Questions podcast, and they'll give you the best service and the best quality products. It'll really help us out too. Please, Ding Tea is located on South Street and Woodruff, just west of the 605 Freeway. Ding Tea Shake for life. All right, welcome to the Parks and Questions podcast, everyone. Season two, episode ten. Hunting, hunting trip. Bula, bula, bula. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm going to get right into it. This episode came out November 19th, 2009. Written by Dan Gore. Directed by Greg Daniels. We recap really quickly. Mm-hmm. Ron and Mark and Jerry are set to go on their traditional hunting trip at Slippery Elm Park. But Leslie wants to tag along and bring Donna, Tom, and Ann. While April and Andy stay behind. Ron gets shot in the head by Tom. And Leslie has to cover for him because his dumbass didn't get a hunting license. <laughs> Nurse Anne tries her best to take care of Ron, but it's not going so well. Which I have something in unanswerable questions about this. Like, I'm, I'm going to step on that right now. Why the fuck they didn't, they didn't just get an ambulance or take him to the hospital? I don't know. I, I wish I knew. So uh, Ambulances are also expensive. So there's insurance. Meanwhile, back at the office... Andy and April clearly have something going on. Uh, and Tom finally apologizes. And soon after, they have a Thanksgiving dinner where Ron shows everyone his battle scars. The end. Let's jump straight into the categories. Holy fuck. Oh, man. Funniest scenes. Let's do it. I tried my best to narrow them down to just five scenes. I think I really outdid myself. I'm sure you did. It's my proudest achievement. Like you always do. But I ended up with 10 scenes. Let's do it. Because it was impossible. Let's slide into those DMs. Come I, on. I couldn't get just five scenes. I think it's been the episode where the show takes it up a notch. And like every scene. I think it does. The after, more and more. After we, scene after scene just becomes ridiculously funny. The more and more we get into this season. Yeah. The more oh preview that we have to the rest of the season. Exactly. Or the, 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 the shows. I mean. Right. Oh my God. I can't wait. First nominee. Her funny scenes. Full of surprises, Ron. Oh man. My stomach's a little upset. A little queasy. Yeah, that might be the chew. You could spit it out. I swallowed it. You're supposed to swallow it, right? No. All right. Poor little buddy. Why do they call it chew and not swallow? Am I right, Ron? Yes, you are right. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, what an idiot, man! You know that did make me a little queasy too, because I've also had an experience with Chew, and it wasn't. Pleasant. Yeah, yeah. But like, did you also see Ron just staring at Tom, waiting for him to do or say something? He was just staring at him, like, "All right, Tom, what's your move?" And he's like, "All right," then he just runs outside. Mm-hmm. Dude, that is one of those moments where it's like when you're watching it happen, you're like in awe like you're just like you don't know what to say you're like oh and you just start busting up laughing as soon as he runs outside i watched that scene like it was my first time it was like oh shit he wasn't supposed to do that yeah (laughs) next nominee 
Daryl. Look, some kind of bird. Let's kill it. You talking to me, bitch? What were you aiming at? Nothing. Play some Scarface <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh, man. Talking to me, bitch. Boom. Boom. All right. Next nominee. Jerry talking about peeing standing up, which leads to him running after Ron getting shot. My God. I was watching this with Ashley, with Ashley last night. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. She's not on this episode. She has to watch AJ. I'm so sorry, guys. Yeah. I know she's great. But yeah, so I was watching it with Ashley last night. She's like, wow, he really runs pretty fast. He does. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty and impressive. When shit hits the fan, you'd be amazed at what you can do. Exactly, the adrenaline. Mm-hmm. All right, next nominee. Are you okay? What is it in your heart? Are you having trouble breathing? Need I say more? Dude, the, I, the fact that somebody is willing to get like that over over a position. Only Donna. Only Donna in that situation. I know. So great. Number five. The Marco Polo scene. The chair getting stuck on Andy's foot and him looking like he's about to do like some karate. Marco <laughs> Polo. And then he's like almost tripping. You saw, you saw that move that he does. He's like... Yeah. With a uh, like he's blindfolded, he it, but he yeah. can still. It reminded me of Jurassic World. Yeah, with the raptors. Oh the yeah, you're right. It was like a little bit, a little bit. Well, a right. little foreshadow. What to expect of Chris Pratt? Next scene: the menstrual cramp medication scene. No, Ron, you cannot drink scotch with this. You're gonna need to purge right now, okay? <laughs> oh, no. oh yeah. No, I'm yes. not wasting yes. twenty years yes. scotch. Can you open his mouth, no. Leslie? What? Open his mouth. No. I'm... Open his mouth. Okay. I'm not making myself throw. Oh, Ron. Oh. Ron, you sorry, have to. We have to do this. This is Ron. for your own good. I open will your bite mouth. you. Ron. Open your mouth. Ron. Leslie, oh, get, oh, grab Ron. his mustache. Yeah. Open your mouth. Get yeah. his chest yeah. out. Yeah. Open your mouth. Yeah. His shoulders. Yeah. Grab his mustache? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will bite you. <laughs> imagine, I imagine that scene like she's trying to like grab it like handlebars. Dude, like from behind or something. Again, like, watching this last night with Ashley, we were both looking at each other. Like that's exactly what it's like to change AJ's diaper. Oh, I bet. <laughs> it's a struggle, man. It's a, it's a battle. Next nominee, number seven, Craig from Reinhold Mercedes. Oh, hey, it's Craig from from Reinhold Mercedes. Craig, Craig, I got you, dog. Craig, don't worry, I'm coming. Craig, I got you, dog. Hang on, I'm coming. <laughs> Oh my god, Don. Dude, that remember, wasn't even a cool Mercedes. Whenever that's it was, dude. Remember no, it was not. back in season one, we kept asking like more Donna. We need more Donna. She was just like that guest. Mm-hmm. And now she's like a regular. Now she's oh, a man. man. All right, number number eight. Donna concussing Leslie. You shot my Mercedes? And she just like fucking tackles her. I have a question about that. I have a question. Okay. Do you think that was a clean sack? Or do you think that's a 15 yard penalty with the fresh set of downs? You know, it was above the waist, and <laughs> but she didn't lean just, in with the crown, though. Hey, it was, it was. I'm talking like in today's NFL. Hit. I'm pretty sure it was. A no, I hit. think today's NFL that would have been a. Was it too high? Penalty. You're saying you think it was too high? Too I high think so. Hit? I think so. She didn't lean the way the these refs are. She didn't lean. I don't know. I, I don't think know. It was clean. 
I just, I, that's the first thing I thought of. Like, that was a clean sack. If that would have been a clean sack or a penalty. I think so. All right, number nine. Andy showing off his hickeys to Ann. They're walking in the hallway. Like, hey, Ann. Hi. And like, oh. She's like, oh. But like the face that he made, he's like, like flirty face to the mm-hmm. camera. Number 10. The turkey dinner where we see the back of Ron's head. Welcome back, Ron. Let's eat. Meanwhile, everyone is super grossed out, especially Anne. That surprised me. Anne, of all people, was grossed out. Yep. She's the one that's seen. That's, She's that's, probably seen worse. Yeah, seen like, some you shit. Know it. She talks about it throughout the show sometimes. All right. What was your favorite funniest scenes? Uh, or do you have your own? Um, I like when they uh, are doing the bulla 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 part. When really? he goes ahead and describes that. Yeah, man. That takes me back to like watching SpongeBob and they do the... Like the, the, their why. war battle cry. Like it's such why. a manly thing. Maybe that's why. That's lame, but whatever. For me, my, so my winner is Donna's iconic. reaction. Donna's reaction to her Mercedes being shot was pretty epic to me. That is pretty epic. But also, I like when Craig shows up. That's probably, out of that, my favorite scene. Oh, when 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 uh, Jerry was like, shoot over its head. Like, what's that going to do? I'm going to shoot under its head. Like, don't shoot. Don't shoot. He shoots outside, and then the guy comes out. Yep. That was hilarious. Good to Donna's Craig, hey, Craig, I got you, dog. Let's play that again. <laughs> I love it, dude. Honorable mentions. The piggyback ride at the beginning. Piggyback, bam! Piggyback, bam! Mark! Brandanowitz. Brandanaquits. Bandana shits. Another uh, Brandana b- bananas. Mm-hmm. Uh, another honorable mention. Attention person who shot me in the head. I'm going to find you and I'm going to tear you apart. Ron, bed, now. Okay. <laughs> the way he acts like a child is cool. Yeah, next category. Funniest lines. <sighs> Hunting trip. We're doing a trail survey, Leslie. We're literally listening to turkey calls. Is this is this not rap? <laughs> Dude. One of his greatest, most iconic scenes to me. One of the greatest lines ever spoken in TV history. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Oh, man. That would have been better if it was improvised or something. Yep. I like another one. I didn't make a clip for this one, but it's a... Uh, when I look at my palm, I see a lady's mouth French kissing a dog. Is that normal? Anne's like, well, the pain medication I gave you is pretty strong. Donna uses it for menstrual cramps. Oh, I hilarious. looked at my palm. Huh? I looked at my palm. While you were watching this? Yeah. And you imagine a lady French kissing a dog? Or did you French kiss your hand? No, I no, no, no. The first one. <laughs> so I use this line to this day. This is nominee number three. Is he okay? Is he going to live? I think so. Although I am hoping that he has some memory loss. On a scale of one to Chris Brown, how pissed is he? That one. I still use it to this day. I love it. We got a few more and then we'll take a break. Number four. So I narrowed down my favorite things Leslie said to the park ranger. Mm -hmm. Played by Jay Johnson. And these are my favorite. While I was tripping, I saw a quail. 
and I shot at it. He's like, in mid-trip? She's like, no. And then she kept going on and on and on and on. I like when she's like, this would not have happened if I had a penis. Bitches be crazy. I'm good at tolerating pain. I'm bad at math. And I'm stupid. What? (laughs) Number five. What's weird about one friend sucking on another friend's neck? I gave my gay friend's... Wait, my gay boyfriend's friend a hickey and it totally made my gay boyfriend jealous. April, with that classic line. Yeah, that was uh, interesting. What's weird about one friend sucking on another friend's neck? That should be in what's age the best. I think people still do that. Pretty sure people still do that. I'm pretty sure it's a thing. So number six. Side chicks. Yeah. Maybe you can shoot me in the head. You know, the Super Bowl is coming in a couple months. I usually watch it with my brothers. Maybe you can stop by at halftime and shoot me in the head. (laughs) Or perhaps while I'm enjoying some alone time in the men's restroom, perhaps you can invite yourself in into my stall and shoot me in the head. (laughs) Those have to be one of my favorite ones. I still haven't decided. I'm I'm deciding as I go on this one. Number seven. Apology not accepted, moron. Never heard that before, except Ron. Yep, only Ron. Nominee number eight. I I wonder what they're doing right now. Probably making out on top of a deer carcass. Super romantic. And I think that's my last one. Yeah, I think that's all of them. What's your favorite line? I'm going to go through them again? No, because mine is always in this episode going to be the shoot me in the head thing. Really? Not the rap thing? That is iconic. That's like... That's not enough to be like that. That is, it's like probably one of my favorite lines in the entire season. Situation, like if we were to you wrap it up, you can't have this better than that, though. What do you mean? You said that what Ron said about the turkey rap. I mean, about the rap is the greatest ever. But you're yes. gonna pick another thing exactly as your favorite because for this, this is like to me, this is like the hell's wrong as, with a, you? as a whole season. I'm not. No. I'm not gonna let that overshine the other. All right. So, what line is your favorite from this episode again? Um, the, the shoot me in the, the head. Shoot me in the head. But so you're not going to put that as one of the funniest ever spoken in the series. No, I just like that for this particular. Oh, uh, dude, episode. you make no sense at all. If you're going to pick one of these lines as one of your favorite ever, mm-hmm. that automatically has to win by default. The funniest of this episode, not the way by I default. Look at it. Oh, dude, you're probably the only person that's going to look at it that way. Mm, for probably. me, it has to be hunting trip. We're doing a trail survey, Leslie. You're literally listening to turkey calls. Is this is this not rap? That has to be the winner. That okay. one has to be the winner. Okay. But yeah, the shoot me in the head ones are incredibly hilarious. They are. All right, fine. One A, one B. Okay. All right. Can we agree to that? Yeah. All right, moving on. We're uh, we're gonna go into funniest character really quick, and then we're gonna take. Actually, you know what? Let's take a break first. Funniest character, Alex. You go first. Who's your funniest character of this episode? Probably not to be Ron. Ron and his childish ways when it comes to someone telling him what to do when it involves his health. Where I know because it's funny because he's like you have to. They told him to drink to take his medicine, drink plenty of fluids. Uh, well, they didn't tell him to take plenty of fluids, but he took it upon himself to drink plenty of fluids, mm-hmm. the wrong type of fluids. Yep. So he didn't want to listen about purging and all that. But Ron, get back to bed now. Okay, yep. but that he'll listen to. But I'm pretty sure he was under whatever pain medication he had, plus the, the plus the mitol extra year, strength with the 20 year aged whiskey, uh, scotch, scotch, yeah. All right, 
Which See, also, too, he also over overacted a little, but I think uh, it, it needed to be. A little bit. What was yours? But was yours? for me, another hilarious character, you're not going to believe this, but I think it's Donna's performance. I think it was incredible, dude. Like, you can make a case that she overacted herself, but I thought it was perfect, it was dude. Perfect too, yeah. Oh, my God. The way she got when they shot her Mercedes <laughs> and she tackled Leslie. For me, it's Donna. Ron number two, and for you it's the opposite, right? Yeah, Ron. I did one, like Donna because I Donna has throughout the duration of this of the show. Donna with a bang in man. this episode, dude. Literally, because it's about guns. Yeah, her Mercedes took a bang. She created her own bang when she tackled Leslie. She did. Unanswerable questions. There's so many bangs in this episode. Unanswerable questions. It's gonna get good. I don't think I've ever had this many unanswerable questions because this episode has so many holes, but it's still fucking oh, yeah. hilarious. I don't really give a shit. So number one, how the hell did Leslie get Anne a hunting license? Yeah. What the hell? Did she impersonate Anne? I don't know. I don't think it works that way. I don't think it does either. I don't think you could just get people licenses. I've never... I need to know how you get a license in the first place to carry a firearm or to, to be allowed to shoot a firearm. I don't know, but no, but hunting. Yeah. Let alone or, hunting. Yeah. Yeah. And hunting like, like well, do you have to also too, test? like if, if does that just go to show that she only cares about Anne because she never bothered to ask anybody else. Like anybody else need a license? Tom, you need one. Could have avoided all this shit. Yeah. Like if she got Anne a license, she should have got everybody else a license. Bad job by Leslie. Oh, I know. Bad job and by she's Leslie. she's so prepared all the time. Yeah, bad job. What tastes the best? Well, the worst? Leslie, that. Wait, wait, wait. Backing back up one. No, we're still on answerable questions, but it was just something I did. No, no, I know. Yeah, but but yeah, to, to, to stick to that one question. Yeah. Did Donna get a license? Did she have a license? That's the thing. Who else got licenses? Who who doesn't have one? I don't know. That's an Did you see my thing? Too. Did you see my post? on the Parks and Questions podcast Instagram. Yeah. Where here they were like, you didn't get a license? What kind of a moron doesn't get a license? Mm-hmm. That's reckless endangerment, my son. But then like in season six, episode 10, Donna and Ron go hunting at night. And Donna says, wait a minute. Do you have a license to hunt, hunt at night? Because you need a license. And he laughs. He's like, I thought you were serious. Like, come on now. You know me. You know I don't give a fuck. So that's the thing. I don't. I don't know. I don't fucking know. All right. Unanswerable Weird. question number two. Who would have won between Ron and Leslie had they continued hunting? Ah, they bet a hundred dollars. I don't know, dude. Who would have came out on top? Was Ron's probably been doing that for quite some time, but then you know, beginner's luck in Leslie. I don't know. Was had Leslie explained if she had been doing that quite? quite that's the time? thing. So when they go bowling few seasons later she's like i'm an excellent bowler ask ron like how the fuck would we know that she's an excellent bowler same thing with was hunting like she's talking to jay johnson the cop the the park ranger he's like no i'm, I'm an excellent hunter like oh so you, you got that tunnel vision you you mm-hmm. forgot to put the safety on she's like too much pride she couldn't say yes you're right i forgot to put the safety on. no she can't because that's experience right there yeah i think that's the hint that she is an experienced hunter but i don't know i don't fucking know all right so number three how did Ron not die? He got like 10 pellets directly to the back of the head. Like it was a direct hit. 
Because look, if you were to get shot by a shotgun from from because like shotgun spray, yeah, right. For them to be that tightly close, he would have had to have been like like within a couple feet. Because if you get shot by a shotgun from once it sprays out, you'll only get a couple. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. It must have been close range. And how the fuck did he not die? Unless the, the unless those, the pellets were fucking plastic. Yeah, or some shit. those pellets had to have been like a certain density or like. I don't know, type of weight or material or something for it not to travel through his skull. Yeah, exactly. I think that's... Or Braun is just indestructible. He could be the man of steel. We just don't know it. Exactly. All right. One of the most important unanswerable questions in the history of Parks and Recreation. Are you ready for this? Yes. Who the hell shot the Mercedes? Wasn't it not... Wait... No. Was it not freaking um, Tom? Tom? No. I was assuming it was Tom the entire time. You can't be assuming. What? It may, maybe. But it's never clear. Who shot the Mercedes? Well, those things tend to ricochet, I, I'm sure. Maybe it... Another thing. Why the hell would she take the Mercedes in the first place? She... She's very, like, picky about who could ride with her, where she could take the Mercedes. No, and that's my baby. She drove the Mercedes in the wilderness. Yeah, I didn't think about that either. What the fuck, dude? And how much do you think she spent to fix it? Did insurance cover it? These but things. it was just the window. No, the fucking tire, too. Oh, it was the tire, too? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was just the window. Damn. The way, the way Anne, the way Anne looked at her, like, seriously, you got to be fucking kidding me. Is it, are you okay? Is it your heart? Are you having trouble breathing? My Mercedes. Okay. That shit was wild. Did Andy and April ever clean up their mess? The soda mess? Pretty sure they didn't do anything like that. Probably not. All right, number six. What part of I shot Ron Swanson did Donna interpret as, I also shot your Mercedes? (laughs) Hold on. I'm sorry. What? (laughs) Yeah, because remember, she's like, she Leslie comes in after the park ranger shows up like i need to know who's responsible and everybody's like i don't know that's the problem and leslie comes in like i shot ron swanson and <laughs> that's when she's like you shot my mercedes like what the f- what see that's why it believe left me to believe that um that tom shot the mercedes i don't think it's not clear i know it's not clear but that's what left because if if donna thought whoever shot ron was the person who shot a mercedes you I would thought, have heard glass shatter. I know, but I that's what I'm telling you. I thought that Tom would have been the one because he shot Ron, that he had to have been the guy that shot the Mercedes. Can you imagine? Let's play that out, right? He's he's you know like like those uh the mice in Shrek. Mm-hmm. He's like, Oh, I found some cheese. And he bites on Shrek's ear or whatever. He's like he's like on oh, nonchalant. Can you imagine like Tom with those glasses? Like, oh I'm shooting over here, I'm shooting over here, bang. Bang! Shot shot the Mercedes. Bang! Shot Ron. Bang! Can you imagine like what a small little dorky dude would have looked like with a giant shotgun shooting everywhere? Oh my god! One hits the Mercedes. Can you one imagine hits if Ron. Donna tackled Tom? He would have just been wiped off the face of the earth. Man. Fifteen yard penalty. He would have. He would have been a lot Defenseless more defenseless player. He would have been in a lot more pain than he shot also, in the back of the head. Also, how did Leslie not get arrested for tackling? I mean, uh, Ron, how did Donna not get arrested for tackling Leslie? Unless, she did it right in front of the park ranger. Unless uh, Leslie she dropped charges. charges. Yeah, like, <laughs> don't worry about it. I'm fine. There's no need to press charges. 
Yeah, but you still arrest the person, and then you figure out charges, and then you let him go, right? Isn't that how that works? He must have been really somebody cool let park know. ranger. I don't know. So unless they I'm have no authority, pretend that that didn't happen. That Don attacked the fuck out of Leslie. I'm gonna not pretend that that did happen. That was too confusing. All right, number uh, seven. Unanswerable question saying. number seven. Uh-huh. Tom was the one who brought the chew in the first place. Did he not read the warning labels? Do not swallow. God. What a fucking idiot. That All right, number eight. Number, so gross. Number dude. eight. Number eight. You know what else tastes gross, but you still do, do it? Do not Alcohol. say beer. Alcohol tastes disgusting. All right, number eight. Whatever. I want. Oh, this goes into Tom shooting the Mercedes, probably. I want to see behind-the-scenes footage of Ron being shot like just tell the creators just like just like make like a video of them shooting just to see it all right number nine did they ever make ron throw up i'm assuming they did i know i can't assume but i'm it's not clear i really want to know i really want to know well the good news is ron is resting comfortably now but i am hoping he's got some memory loss that's all they say number 10 did the Indiana State Parks Department ever pick up the phone? Did April ever get to say the tracking number? <laughs> See these holes in the episode? <laughs> so they they totally had this was probably one of the shortest episodes we've ever done. Like the episode that we watched. It was yeah. 21 minutes. Yeah. 21 minutes of runtime. We've done like 24, 25 minute episodes. They totally could have filled in those three to four minutes yeah. by explaining if they ever picked up the phone or not. And another unanswerable question, very important. Why the hell did they not take Ron to the hospital or call an ambulance? The world may never know. All right, so what's well, age the best? Believe, he, well, clearly, he doesn't believe Yeah, he hospitals. hates the hospitals. Maybe that's why. What's age the best? Ten years later, the is this not rap joke has got to be one of the funniest lines I've ever heard to this day. That's still, to, to this day, had me dying on the floor of laughter. Iconic. Iconic. Another what's age the best? Please. I don't care that you're a girl. I just don't like change. I like going to the same place with the same people, telling the same story. Beautiful. Yep. It's just beautiful, and I can relate to that. I can, too. He says stories, but I cut him off. I don't know why. Another what's age the best, number three. Leslie looking like she had sex hair after fighting Ron. <laughs> I put that in what's age the best because Andy wrote the song Sex Hair much later on. And I always think of this scene whenever I hear that song. So I have that in what's age the best. Another one. The whole Andy and April subplot that eventually led to their entire relationship was great. That's that's what's age the best too. I think that's my last one. What's age the worst? Do you have any what's age the best? Uh, not really. All right, what says the worst? All the pantsing going on? I'm pretty sure that's assault now. That is. And you probably go to that. jail. Yep. People will shame you for doing that. Oh, my God. Have you ever been pantsed? Yeah, one time by Matthew Luna. Some I got pantsed pants by back Michael. Back in grade. Michael? Yeah. Naranjo? You want to know how it happened? In weight training? Sidebar, a quick, a quick, uh, a quick sidebar? Yeah. A side story? A side story real yeah. quick? Okay, so um, you remember the basketball courts at uh, our high school? Yeah. Hey, well, I used to be able to climb things really well. And so I climbed up. Shout out to me for high. Right. So I climbed up our uh, basketball courts and I like monkey barred it all the way to the rim. So I was hanging on the gym. like. Oh, rim, my God. Just being horse. really yeah. just just trying to like act and, like I can dunk. Yeah. And Michael casually walks by. Pulls down your shorts. And pulls down my shorts. <laughs> and um, everything. 
Everything. So oh, me, like, your boxers me, too? Yeah. No, not my boxers, just uh, my shorts. Thank God. Um, because you know I was a lot tinier, so you know. <laughs> Wait, what was tinier? I, my my <laughs> body was a lot tinier. Okay, not things on my body. It's just anyway. What are we talking okay, about here? Anyway, I got pants. And I was like, you know, the freaking star attraction because me being that high up in the air, everyone saw that that happened. And yeah, for the whole world to see. Shit. Oh my god! Yeah, I just got pants one time. That was in seventh grade. On my way to the locker by Matthew Luna, son of a bitch. All right, so number two, I thought hard about making this a new category just for today called the underacting award, but I just decided to put it in what's age the worst. April needing to go to the bathroom the way she did. I don't know, like. I feel like she could have done slightly better. Yeah. You know, I didn't quite fully believe she needed to go to the bathroom that bad. I mean, I've seen other times from like Ashley, my wife, or like your Nina, for example, when she comes home from work, like I got pee, and like they bulldoze through everybody to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I think of like, like the Incredible Hulk running through walls just to get to somewhere. Exactly, I mean, and them. April didn't really do that. I feel like what April lacked, though, I think Donna made up with with her overacting. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. That was just me. I even asked Ashley. I was like, do you think she pulled off needing to go to the bathroom that bad? She's like, nah, she could have done better. I'm like, see? Yeah. Watch that again. She's like, Andy, Andy, I gotta go. Is it okay? Cool. Thanks. Isn't she like shaking her like knee or like tapping something like really, she's, really quickly? I don't know. It's just not that convincing. I mean, you could tell it's obvious she's got to pee, but it's not like right, I right, right. could have done better. Another one says the worst. Leslie says, guys love it when you can show them you're better at them at something that they love. Nah, I get really fucking pissed when Ashley knows more than me. Oh, I don't. That's that's age the best. I mean, the worst. No, mm, no. I don't, really, I don't really get mad. I don't. I don't get upset. I don't. And I think that's. Can you imagine like Ashley beating me at FIFA? No, dude, that would be hilarious. I'd fucking break the TV. All right, so the fact Leslie got away with shooting someone didn't age well either. When she got away with it, I don't know. Next category, the Janine Restrepo Award for overacting. This is going to shock you, but it's not necessarily a bad thing that I think that this person overacted because I felt it was necessary. But Ron being pissed when they first bring him into the cabin was a little bit overacted, I think. Yeah, I think I'm just going to stay angry. I find that relaxes me. (laughs) That's a little over the top myself. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying, right? Like, it was a little bit much like, did you shoot me? There was a bird right next to me. I know you were desperate to prove yourself. It was weird. I don't know. All right, so the Les Grossman Award for the biggest heat check. The character who did the most with little screen time. A couple nominees. There's Councilman Hauser. Craig from Reinhold Mercedes. The original Craig in the series that people forget about because Billy Eichner comes in later and plays Craig. Yeah. Andy or April. They qualified because they were in the subplot and they mostly focus on the main plot. Excellent. And I'll also throw in the park ranger. The I find women have trouble with tunnel vision. That guy. Jackass. He's a jackass. You can tell that she was so offended. That didn't age well. That didn't age well either. Like yeah. I find women have trouble trouble with tunnel vision yeah you're right good one good call good call that did not age well either but what who's your less grossman of this episode craig yeah it's got to be craig from right don't shoot don't shoot (laughs) it's craig 
I don't know if I'm blinded by the fact that Donna was like, Craig, hang on. I got you, dog. I'm coming. And Craig, all he literally said was, don't shoot. It's Craig. That's all he said. Dude. Like, but that was enough. That could stop wars. Don't like, shoot. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. It's Craig. I'm an arm. <laughs> that would end. Yeah. Violence. He's my Les Grossman, too. So, quick notes. Quick notes. When Ron points out. No, when Ron points at the painting of the duck, he does it left-handed. He's like, if you guys have any questions, feel free to shoot me an email. He went like this, left-handed. That was weird. Ooh, that's uncomfortable. Yeah, he, I could have, okay, so the wall was right here to the right, and he went like this. I could have just went, feel free to shoot me an email. Could have gone a little bit further. I don't know. A little bit. Show right-handed. I don't know. So... Director probably had something to do with that. Yeah. So they conduct a trail survey at Slippery Elms Park. The hat says Trail Survey Boys. And it has Ron, Jerry, and Mark on it. Ron in the middle. The show tells us who shot Ron immediately by showing Tom first. I don't count Anne in the frame because she's naturally going to be the first responder. But the camera showed Tom first. He was the next closest. Mm -hmm. Tom was also first to ask how he was doing. And when they show the camera to make the rounds again, Tom was first again to be shown. They kept telling us we just weren't listening. Yep. It's Tom. It's Tom. So the word carcass was used twice in this episode. Put him in the carcass room and probably making out on top of a deer carcass. <laughs> just something I noticed, pointed out. Also, too, can you memorize a 16-digit tracking number? Uh, it's funny you say that. Um, you have? When... No, not I necessarily a tracking number. Not necessarily a tracking number, but when I worked at Foot Locker, um, if you ever look on the box of your shoes, when you buy a brand new box of shoes, there's shoes. what we call a skew, a skew number. Uh-huh. So I would always be able to tell what colors are what based on that number. Uh-huh. Because seeing all the different many things of shoes, I think like a black shoe, if you get like an all black shoe, the ending digit of a Nike code would be like 001. And if ever you got a white shoe, it would end in 010. Yeah, but you Just would focus on a couple numbers of a long no, string. No, it would be the entire Nike thing. But you would memorize it all? Yeah. Oh, my God. Obviously, I can't tell you now, but those are the, some of the things I, that I, I, I point could is, tell. I can't, and I can barely memorize. Watch, let's see numbers. what's on my shoe. No, I'll move on. We're on a schedule. So I, I had Alex zero, zero, three. I had Alex come up with more shoot-me-in-the-head scenarios. Ooh. Yes. Let's go back and forth. You got your phone ready? Yes. Okay, your notes ready. I'll go first. This is... As if, well, this one in particular, it's as if Ron was saying it. Mm-hmm. You ready? Maybe while I'm sanding down my toenails, you can stop by and shoot me in the head. That's one. Go. Mine. Okay. You ought to come home early next week. I got a 15-day dry-aged boneless ribeye. We could eat it. Then maybe you could just shoot me in the head. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, you're going long with these. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I only wrote like three or four, and they're all short. Okay. Maybe while I'm buying a brand new bottle of Lagavulin, you could come up from behind me and shoot me in the head. That was lame. (laughs) Fucking lame. All right, go. How about the next time I have a meeting, you can come by and just shoot me in the head. In a meeting? (laughs) So uh, this one's similar to the first one you did. Maybe while I'm barbecuing a 32-ounce porterhouse and sipping on some of that Lagavulin, (laughs) you can stop by and shoot me in the head. Hey, you know what? I think next week I might need help before my big trip to change my oil. 
So I was hoping you can come help me <laughs> swap out the oil. And then uh, when we're finished, after we clean up, dry our hands, you can just shoot me in the head. <laughs> Damn, you went really long on that one. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe next time while I'm making vigorous love, you can invite yourself in the room and shoot me in the head. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's weird. That one is so weird. Go. <laughs> But, um, you know, I need to figure out how to fix our patio. You ought to help me with that, too. Um, there's a lot of stuff that we need to get off the top. So when we're finished with that, maybe you can just shoot me in the head. I don't know if I like that one. All right. <laughs> Next time I'm listening to turkey calls on my rectangle, maybe you can remove my headphones and shoot me in the head. <laughs> you like that touch, removing my headphones? Yes. Like remove that. them first and then shoot <laughs> That was my last one, actually. But all right, so half-assed internet research. We got to blow by this because we're so fast. Half-assed internet research. So we can only, so we can clearly see that Andy and April, like you can see the relationship brewing in the distance yep. for the first time in this mm -hmm. episode. As we all know, they do eventually end up together, married. Spoiler alert. But Andy and but the Andy and April relationship probably never would have happened if Aubrey Plaza hadn't improvised this simple line. Back in the Rock Show episode where Andy is describing the type of music his band plays, April says, I totally get what you mean. The creators thought that there was something there because of that line mm. that she improvised. Can yeah. you imagine how different the show would have been had that Aubrey not Plaza not that. improvised that line? That simple little line. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Yeah, because I, I really personally think that they, this show created one of the most iconic couples because there's no, uh, there's no other outrageous, crazy couple like them. Well, there's, I'm sure there's a few, but no, this one's my favorite by far. Yeah. All right. Another unanswerable question. You want the address for the cabin? Maybe. It's, we're going to get in trouble. It's 1801 North Topanga Boulevard in Malibu, California. It's worth 1.7 It's in million. Malibu? It's in Malibu. It's mm -hmm. worth 1.7 million. And at one point it was worth over 2.5 million. It's a four bedroom, three bathroom cabin. Last sold in 2012, three years after the episode aired. But, oh man! I hope so that people live there. there. People live there, so don't bug them when you go on your bike rides over there. Well, up I'm and down concerned the that the cabin. I hope the cabin's still there because no. the fires in Malibu. Remember? Oh yeah. It would have said something when I went online. Yeah, maybe. Iconic but, yeah. Parks and Rec shoot site, shooting site. Maybe. So that's all I got for a half-ass internet research. We're gonna go straight to the IMDb rating. Ooh, last segment of the of the episode. Okay. What was your guess for what IMDb gave it? Uh, I'm gonna say a high eights, so I'm gonna give it like a, a eight eight seven. Fuck me, my guess was also an eight eight seven. I swear to God, look, my guess was an eight seven. Wow. Look what it, you read out loud. What what I got. My guess was an 8.7. That's what I wrote. Why does it say I gave it a 9? No, my guess was an 8.7, but I gave it a 9. My guess what IMDb oh, was going to give it. Oh, okay. That's what I, I, gave it a, I gave it a 9. Okay. But the episode got an 8.8. Eight. Wow. It got an 8.8. 8. Oh, wow. I think this is probably one of the closest where yeah. we were both really close. I liked it because uh, I like this episode a lot in uh, my personal... Score would have probably been like a low eight.
A low eight? Yeah. So you didn't like it that much? I no, it's it's. I, I oh, really you mean like, like you mean it. like an eight two, eight three? Yeah, yeah, exactly. it's still really good because good episodes to me are like seven, eight, and higher, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like really good are like like eight twos and stuff. Yep. Yeah, to me, nine, eight, eight. Yeah, dude, it's pretty fucking epic. Yeah, this man. this episode, one of the favorites for many people. Yep. You can so you can slowly see from this point on, like how the, the relationship show is going to progress, how it's all going to pan out, and oh man, the excitement and like the new characters in you to come. I can't wait. I hope you guys enjoyed every second of this, except for that terrible segment where I tried to make him spit and it was terrible. Sorry, yeah. you guys had to go through that. Keep but anyway, <laughs> shut the. Uh, so <laughs> I already forgot what the next episode is going to be, but I'm looking forward to that anyway, because it's fucking Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. But anyway, guys, hit us up on the Parks and Questions podcast page on Instagram. Yep. Yep. Check out Candy's Nails, too. I forgot to throw that in. Candy's Nails in Bellflower mm-hmm. on Clark Avenue. Mm-hmm. They'll hook you guys up. Well, they'll hook the ladies up with their nails. Take your, take side, your chick. side chicks. Take your real chicks. Take your grandmas who can be side chicks these days these days and also go to dean t in lakewood they'll hook you up that they will all right guys until Until next next time. time good night night